From the Gospel according to Matthew, the book of the genealogy of Jesus Christ, the son of David, the son of Abraham. Abraham became the father of Isaac, Isaac the father of Jacob, Jacob the father of Judah and his brothers. Judah became the father of Perez and Zerah, whose mother was Tamar. Perez became the father of Hezron, Hezron the father of Ram, Ram the father of Aminadab, Aminadab became the father of Nashon, Nashon the father of Salmon, Salmon the father of Boaz, whose mother was Rahab. Boaz became the father of Obed, whose mother was Ruth. Obed became the father of Jesse, Jesse the father of David the king. David became the father of Solomon, whose mother had been the wife of Uriah. Solomon became the father of Rehoboam, Rehoboam the father of Abijah, Abijah the father of Asaph. Asaph became the father of Jehoshaphat, Jehoshaphat the father of Joram, Joram the father of Uzziah. Uzziah became the father of Jotham, Jotham the father of Ahaz, Ahaz the father of Hezekiah, Hezekiah became the father of Manasseh, Manasseh the father of Amos, Amos the father of Josiah, Josiah became the father of Jeconiah and his brothers at the time of the Babylonian exile. After the Babylonian exile, Jeconiah became the father of Shealtiel, Shealtiel the father of Zerubbabel, Zerubbabel the father of Abiud, Abiud became the father of Elikim. Elikim the father of Azor, Azor the father of Zadok, Zadok became the father of Achim, Achim the father of Eliud, Eliud the father of Eleazar, Eleazar became the father of Mathan, Mathan the father of Jacob, Jacob the father of Joseph, the husband of Mary. Of her was born Jesus, who is called the Christ. Thus the total number of generations from Abraham to David is 14 generations, from David to the Babylonian exile, 14 generations. From the Babylonian exile to the Christ, 14 generations. Today's gospel is often underestimated in its value. We see it as a list of names, unfamiliar and hard to pronounce names. We ask ourselves, how is this related to the gospel, the good news of Jesus Christ? Why would two evangelists, Matthew and Luke, include it in their gospels? Why would Matthew put it on the very first page? To respond to these questions, we must first ask ourselves, what is a genealogy and what is its purpose? A genealogy reveals the origin and the ancestry of a family. It helps us know better our past and our roots. It can even determine a tribe or a nation. In fact, for Israel, the Jews, to whom Matthew primarily wrote his gospel, genealogy, the story of the descendants of Abraham, was part of God's promise. To Abraham, God promised three things, numerous descendants, his blessing, and the promised land. These promises have always been precious in the oral and written tradition of the Jewish community. Another of God's promises to Israel was that of the coming of the Messiah that was to be born from the line of David and was to bring about the kingdom that would have no end. We Christians recognize Jesus as this long-awaited Messiah. So for Matthew's Jewish readers, it makes perfect sense to start with a genealogy. Actually, it's almost necessary. The good news is exactly this. The one for whom we have been waiting for centuries has finally come. God has been good to his promise. The desire of Israel is fulfilled. The kingdom of God is truly at hand. But how does this gospel speak to us today? As for the Jews of the first century AD, this gospel passage speaks to us of God's promises, of his faithfulness, and of his presence in history. He does not promise to only intervene in miraculous ways every now and then. 
No, God promises to work miracles through us and through our story to do his will for good through concrete and simple daily actions. My past is not indifferent to my present or my future. Neither am I completely determined by it. With this passage of the gospel, God tells us that he has been with us. He is with us and he will be with us. He says that he has always had a plan of good for our lives. And even with our errors and the sufferings of our life, he can and wants to bring about good. The history of the line of David from which Jesus was born was not unblemished. And my history is certainly not unblemished. But here I am today in his presence in this moment of prayer. What is the Lord saying to you through this passage? What is the promise that he has made to you? Do you still believe that he will keep it? Or do you need to grow in your faith in his goodness? Today we ask this gift, the gift to see our past with the eyes of God and to thank him for all that has brought us to be with him in, on this day. I conclude with a phrase from the English author C.S. Lewis. Gratitude looks at the past and love at the present. Have a great day.